Welcome back, cover to cover people. Uh, I am in Portland, Oregon right now. As you listen to this, I am at the Helium Comedy Club all weekend, October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you live in the Portland area, please come to the Helium Comedy Club. And now, Alex Kahn. All right, guys, the merch store is live for everyone now. Go to covertocoverpodcast.com. Uh, there are links to the Patreon, links to the Facebook page. All kinds of good stuff. Everything's high quality. You're going to love it. Check out CoverToCoverPodcast.com. Thank you, Alex, and enjoy this episode of Cover to Cover. Gonna let it, I'm going to keep playing. I'm loving it, actually. This is an empowering shit right here, Alex. I feel empowered. Do you? There it is. Miss Helen Reddy at her best. We've played her on this podcast. We've talked about her on this podcast. We're fans on this podcast that is probably her biggest hit i am woman uh and she passed away yesterday we lost helen reddy i uh, she was an australian american singer i guess born in australia but uh you know moved to america became an american citizen big star and uh, the inspiration for my mom's haircut all through the 70s. Uh, <laughs> 1972 to about 79, my mom uh, had the Helen ready. Uh, she would go into the Shear Shack, which was uh, the haircutting place that we would go to uh, in the 70s. And it looked like you would think a, a place called the Shear Shack looks in the 70s. You know, like a lot of hippie dudes cutting hair. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, this was before hairstylists became like more of an effeminate. They were yeah. like ma they were like manly back then. Hairstylists. There was shampoo. I don't know if you saw the movie Shampoo with Warren Beatty, where he was a hairstylist. Uh, straight hairstyles, tight jeans, you know, big, big dick in his pants mm -hmm. and, you know, hitting on all the girl. Great movie. Yeah. Warren Beatty at his cutest, maybe. I imagine that was, yeah, I mean, yes. probably a good place to meet girls when you cut uh, yeah, their hair. Yeah, so that was so, <laughs> so my, uh, my mom got her hair cut at the Shear Shack. Uh, and then I one time got my hair cut at the Shear Shack as well. Uh, I think my mom, they were, my, my family somehow ran into a couple of bucks uh, and they were like, let Chris get his hair cut. At the high end, mm -hmm. Sheer Shack. Normally, we got our haircuts at, at New Look Barbershop. New yeah. Look goes up the street. Guy, old Italian guy named Frank at New Look. He would just cut your hair the same way every time, no matter what you told him. Yeah. 
Um, and Which is all hairstyle. Now, I mean, that happens to of, me all the time. Right. You get, I mean, I kind of had the same haircut since, you know, I was four. I yeah. really haven't changed it much uh, outside of a couple, you know, a little longer in the back, you know, through the 80s. But other mm-hmm. than that, it was, it's been pretty, I've stayed with this Anchorman haircut look for a long time. It worked for me at seven and it's still working for me now. Yeah. Um, so anyway, my mom got the Helen Reddy is the point we're trying to make. And rest in peace to Helen Reddy. She was a huge deal in the 70s uh we all know her if you, if you live through that era uh that was probably looking up her songs she did have three number one um uh, hits in america that being one of them i am woman uh, i believe they had that i am woman in a very cheesy scene in sex in the city 2 sex in the city 2 they're in uh they're in abu dhabi um okay. the girls go yeah. to abu dhabi in sex in the city 2 and they go to like a disco or a club or something in the in the movie and all the women in Abu Dhabi have, you know, they have their burkas on and stuff. Mm-hmm. But once they get in the club and they, they put on I Am Woman, they all take it off Rip and start off. singing along to I Am Woman. It's real cheesy and, and probably borderline racist Yeah, uh, uh, looking back on it now. Imagine but, Abu Dhabi wasn't too thrilled. Yeah, but anyway, that is that is a terrible scene in Sex and the City 2, and I believe that's the song they play in it. Um also, she has a song called, which we used to like to play on this podcast. In the beginning of the podcast, we used to like to play all these 70s songs that were hits, like number mm. one hits that if you listen to them, you're like, wow, those are interesting lyrics. Like, you know, this guy jumped off a bridge. Billy Joe jumped off a bridge. Yeah. Edmund Fitzgerald was a boat that sank and everybody died. But they were hit. They were like yeah. hit songs. Uh, Helen Reddy had a song called Angie Baby, Angie Baby, that was basically about a woman named Angie, if you listen to the words, who was uh, had mental problems. And she lived alone, and there was a neighbor, a male neighbor, who used to look in her windows and enjoy Angie. Yeah, we, I mean, you, yeah, play it a little bit in the background. This is Angie yeah, Baby, another Helen like Reddy classic. Songs you hear on the rock and roll so this is, she's talking about Angie. Yeah. And she's got no friends. She just listens to the radio. Young girl's got no friends, just listens to the radio. That's my life. Yeah. <laughs> See? Folks hoping you turned out normal, but they had to take you out of school because she has got problems. She's got mental problems. This is a hit song, I mind yeah. you, okay? Angie, ba- Angie didn't have a wet ass pussy or anything. She's no. just got mental problems. Yeah. See what I'm saying? <laughs> so they continue to talk about her mental problems. And now they talk about the neighbor, young neighbor, who likes Angie, looks in her windows, watches her dance. So one day she says, hey, Come on in here, weirdo. Wanna look at my windows? Come on and dance with me. Yeah. They start dancing a little bit. They never see the guy again. He kills him. She kills him. And that's and here's the chorus, you know. Go ahead. So you'd be driving to work, 1974, you're driving to work, and this comes on the radio <laughs> in the trying morning. trying to mentally prepare yeah, for... Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, this is a fun song. This is about the me- a, a mentally handicapped woman who kills her neighbor. You know, I gotta get uh, I gotta get in the mood for this eight AM meeting. Right. Yeah. Put on Angie Baby by Helen Reddy. See, here it is. Peeking in the room. Yeah, that's a neighbor peeking in the room. There's a lot of looking through windows in in songs in the seventies and eighties. Uh, a lot of peering into people's windows, which now is, I think, illegal and creepy. Yeah. Anyway, well, there you go. That's Angie. That's that, those. I mean, how much more Helen Reddy can we give you? You know, we started off a podcast. Like I say, back you know, you, can, yeah, you, you can listen to it because it's only going to get worse with our next person who died. Uh, we are going to, I think she was 78, by the way, right? 78. And I think both of these people have a similar um, vibe to them. 
We lost two people. And by talking about these two people, I'm also losing half my audience because <laughs> I don't think many people many people under 50 know who Helen Reddy or Mac Davis, who we also lost last night, 78 years old. Mac Davis uh, also died. Mac Davis was a country singer and I like Helen Reddy. And uh, this goes back to a time where you did everything. Uh, yeah. They didn't really... I almost think I don't almost think they didn't go through like an audition process back mm-hmm. then. They were like, "We're making a movie," and uh, like, "Yeah, do you know anybody who could play the lead role?" Well, I, I kind of know Mac Davis a little bit. He's a, a country singer. Yeah, Mac Davis will be perfect yeah. for it. And then Mac Davis was in movies. Like Mac Davis was in a, a movie called North Dallas Forty with Nick Nolte. It was a football movie that's kind of pretty good. Uh, not a bad Mac Davis movie. And then Mac Davis. Once again, another thing they did with everybody, if you had a couple of hit songs, why not give the guy a TV show? Yeah. And Mac Davis had like the Mac Davis Hour on ABC prime time. So we all know Donnie and Marie and Sonny and Cher. They were the big ones. We all know, you know, they, they were the hits. But you look back on everybody who had a little bit of fame in the 60s, late 60s, early 70s. They gave him a TV show. Mm-hmm. And Mac Davis is another one. TV show. Mac Davis used to do a thing on his TV show that a lot of comedians have since gone on to steal. Mac Davis used to go out in the beginning of his TV show and he had a live studio audience uh-huh. and Mac Davis would talk to the studio audience. Uh-huh. And from the, what the people said in the studio audience, Mac Davis would then do a couple of minutes, you know, hey, where do you, where do you work? Da, 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 da. He'd sing a song about it. He'd Ooh. put it all together and sing a song. You see a lot of comedians doing that that now and on like, uh, yeah. you know, cruise ships and the late Improvised night at the improv. Crowd Improvised work. crowd yeah. work. Mac Davis did it every episode. Um, Anyway, Mac Davis also went on to make, outside of North Dallas 40, pretty good movies. Also, let's say this about Mac Davis. Mac Davis wrote a lot of Elvis songs. Mac Davis wrote In the Ghetto. Mac Davis wrote uh, Little Less Conversation. Uh, So, you know, I think Mac Davis had a pretty nice career overall. Um, But he made some terrible movies, too, because once you got, you were just one of those guys who... this, they didn't, you know, you had, in the in the 70s, you had three good movies. We all know, remember them, like Jaws, The Godfather, yeah. and Rocky. And then every other movie was absolute shit. Those and were the is, standouts? Those three? Yeah, those are like the, those are like the best pictures yeah. of 1975 or 74. Yeah. Why are you saying they're bad movies? Because no, they're, they're the greatest movies no, of all Jaws time. Jaws is the best movie of, yeah, all, of all time. time. I know thank the rules. You. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do. Thank you, Alex. Don't you dare uh, question it. So anyway, now let's, uh, let's this is a trailer. Oh, for that's a, Helen Reddy. Yeah, this is a trailer from Mac Davis movie that came out in... This is the story of women's rights. Well, aren't we sexy? <laughs> Take your clothes. 1980, it came women's out. Women's rights. You muddle people to make alimony things? The American way of love. You were using me! And two people just crazy enough to fall in love. Mac Davis. I don't even mention the woman's name. No. They show her. Cheaper to keep her. So that was the movie. It's called Cheaper to Keep, starring Mac Davis. I like I mean, you that can, tagline: "Women's rights and men's wrongs." And men's wrongs. Like some guy came up with that. He was like, and He's it like, was like, it's about women's lib. You know, within yeah. the '80s, like, can you believe we're letting these gals talk? Like, yes. <laughs> and then the name of the movie is Cheaper to Keeper. Like that's everything about it is just fuck broads. It's, you know, it's like, quite the opposite of Helen Reddy, actually. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So you know, Mac Davis was uh, maybe gay. that's what killed her. Mac Davis, and she's like, I can finally now. 
I can rest now that Mac Davis is <laughs> so exactly that's right. I think Mac Davis probably died a couple hours at least on the in, in the news that According I heard. The, I heard in the news. I heard cycle. Helen Reddy first, and then I heard yeah. Mac Davis second. Uh, so that was there. You go. Rest in peace to both of them. As a guy who grew up in that era, I knew them both well. Uh, and sh- I was a fan of, of, of both uh, careers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope they had nice lives and they rest in peace. That's what I could say about the two of them. Speaking of rest in peace, and I will just quickly touch upon it because why not? Uh, last night, this will air on Thursday, but we're taping it on Wednesday. So last night, I believe many of us gathered around the television, probably half of the country, and if you didn't, you're probably better off. Yeah. I, you know, you're probably better off that you just are just clueless or don't care. <laughs> you're and, in a better mood and today. You're, yeah, and you're, and you're better off for it because you watch these things, you know, like, uh, and I'm talking about the debate. I'm talking about last night, Joe Biden, uh, which is the weird thing. is like Joe Biden versus Donald Trump as if yeah. we're watching a cage match. But in the way, it kind of turned out to be somewhat of a cage match. So in the in Los Angeles, it comes on here at about uh, six o'clock because we get it, you know, West Coast. You guys on the East Coast, I think, got it at nine. And boom, there we're off and running. I mean, yeah. it, it goes into what we thought it was going to go into. Just uh, it's just a wild. Chris Wallace is your moderator. He's uh, well, he's a Fox News guy, but doesn't seem to love Donald Trump, Mm-mm. even though he's got a Fox News following. And he so he seems to be fair, fair and balanced, as I say over at Fox mm. News and. Uh, and, and he's, you know, he's, he's, he's doing his best. He's doing his best to keep things in in order. Yeah. I'll say this. uh, I watched it, you know, just as I, you know, I'm on both sides. I can understand people's opinions on both sides. I thought Joe Biden did a better, better than most people thought he would do, which is kind of scary to begin with. Like we all were like, we all went in watching Joe Biden as probably like a parent watches their child in a first school play. that's why we all tuned in. Yeah, like just don't fuck up. Like just don't forget your lines. That's kind of what we were all going into it. And as it went on, we're like, oh, okay, he seems to be handling it fine. It was was wild and and Donald Trump's screaming and he's there screaming and and it's... uh, We've entered a new world, um, and, and we, I know this is a polarizing topic, but I'm not. I'm, I, I, I've enough f- fearing talking about these things because yeah. they're polarizing. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I'm sorry, you people might be uncomfortable for 45 seconds. You could be polarized for a little bit of time, but I feel like, and I'm not blaming anybody for this, but we've entered a new world where watching what went on last night has become somewhat of normal behavior like we don't seem to care that the president of the united states or the vice the former vice president of the united states like he, he yells out your son's on cocaine at one point which i just think is like this is where we're at now mm-hmm. i mean this would this wouldn't be accepted by by two target cashiers you know what i mean yeah. like if that happened in the store both people would either be fired or reprimanded mm-hmm. but here we are you know it, it doesn't <laughs> seem to matter uh and both sides, and I say it all the time on this podcast, both sides are guilty of stupid shit. Mm-hmm. So it, and I just feel like we're in the end as what we're all going through here. And I know most of you guys seem to be doing fine from just from what I know of you and, and, and the money you spend on our Patreons and on our, on our, on our merchandise and stuff. You seem to be okay. You seem to have an extra buck here or there to, to help people out and stuff like that, which is great. I'm glad many of you have kept your jobs, whether it be via zoom or, or however else you seem to be okay. And that's a great thing. 
but I, you know, there's a lot of people who probably aren't. A lot of people in the service, restaurant, hotels, f- f- uh, any type of show business. Yeah. Which you, 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 I know a lot of us look at show business people like myself and others and go, you know what, fuck them. Uh, but you have to realize how giant. The, the ripple of, of show business it, goes. Yeah, it's hairstylist. You know? And I'm not talking, yeah, exactly. Cameraman. And I'm not talking just show business. I'm talking football, baseball, yeah. everything you go and sit down and watch, mm-hmm. Broadway, concerts, uh, all of it is done, mm-hmm. um, which is, which there now, Valet Parker, the guy yeah. who, the guy you drove into City Field to watch the Mets, you paid a guy to park your car, he parked your car. Uh, there was that guy. Mm-hmm. There was the guy who sells the pretzels. There's the guy who sells the shirts. There's the guy. All of it's gone. So you're talking probably millions of people. Millions. Now of you get people. into the restaurant business. Now you're talking the guy who delivers the cucumbers to the restaurant. He's out of business. Mm-hmm. The guy who grows those cucumbers. He's out of business. Yep. So it's a fucking big ripple effect to that 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 uh, the, you know this type of entertainment has because. When you went to a, you guys know, if you went to a concert or a Met game or a whoever team you're rooting for or a concert, went to see the Eagles perform, you made a night of it. You yeah. went to the fucking restaurant down the street. You you went to afterwards perhaps to get a drink. You went to the concert. You had a fucking night. So now you wipe out. Justin, you got you say you and your husband or wife go out to one one of your events, and think of all the people you tipped or took care of or paid now that's done even all the people you said thank you to right all of it all of it is now all of those people are now gone so uh i just feel it's a little strange when uh, you know we're yelling about this your son's on cocaine and i was like is anybody sitting there going hey man i don't give a fuck about what his son did Mm. 10 years ago uh i can't pay my rent you know and and is is, and and i and I say this about every politician. I'm not picking on Donald Trump. They just don't seem... Because here's the thing. They don't live in the real world. No. They just don't. They live in a world that's... They're protected. They have great health insurance. They have, you know, the the, the the political fucking world that they live in is like a union. It's like what... It's basically what people are trying to get, you know, that they're fighting against. Just a little protection. You know, I, I as a as a kid who grew up, you, you know, in a union family, my father was in, ele- you know, in the electrical union, and we all grew up, and I'm in a, you know, writer's guild now, and we, I don't think anybody in those, and I'm not saying un- there are union problems. They are, there are. I've, I've dealt, we had a huge union negotiation uh, with Chelsea lately that went on for years with the writer's guild and E, um, and it, there are weird things in unions, mm-hmm. but for the most part, if you're in a union, the people they don't want to be millionaires. They yeah. just want to feed their family, and you, you, which I think is strange. You ask any guy negotiating like a union contract, you're like fuck these union guys. Like, hey man, I'm just looking for a decent wage and a little health care for my kid. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm not asking for a fucking million dollars. I'm I'm just asking to be a decent wage yeah. and not treated like a fucking slave. Mm. Like to go on vacation every couple of years. There you go. That's it. I mean, you know, who knows? Anyway, I'm sounding like I'm writing a John Mellencamp song right now, but, <laughs> uh, you know, but it, all of it, I'm watching it last night and I'm just like, I don't know. I just feel like somewhere uh, there has to be somebody and it'll happen. It'll happen. We're just going to go through a weird time and maybe it's four more years. Maybe it's 10, maybe it's 20. I don't know. But I think eventually somebody's going to come and 
and they're gonna there's gonna they're gonna be or maybe when maybe not maybe we've gotten too cynical and ugly to ever go back to a place where but i feel like all right maybe you just got to find your fucking happiness in another way you know mm-hmm. maybe it's not going to be brought to you by donald trump or joe biden you just no. got to be like hey man i tried you know i tried to vote for this guy i vote for that guy and they just they didn't care they didn't do what i wanted them to do and they're never going to do everything you can't you, you know you just got to make the best of your situation, you know, I don't know, get a nice car that uh, that has air conditioning and comfortable seats and pop in cover to cover on your way to work. And maybe that makes you happy. And then you take that small bit of happiness and you're like, hey, you know what I got? You know what today? How was today? Well, 24 hours of it, 22 hours of it sucked. Yeah. But two yeah. hours are pretty good. Two hours are good. I had a decent lunch, you know, and uh, and uh, and I listened to cover to cover. That was kind of funny. Talked about Mac Davis. Who? Mac Davis. He was a guy. He was in the movies in the seventies. He was this misogynist who made women's <laughs> rights movies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and you listen to a, a podcast that discusses Mac Davis? Mm, well, they discuss more than Mac Davis. Oh, they well, played his else? art. <laughs> yeah. What else do they play? Uh, well, they talked about Helen Reddy. Uh, how old is this guy who hosts? the podcast it's not important what is there anything else they discuss besides uh elderly uh 70 stars who died yeah they sometimes go through a catalog uh that that deals in a corduroy and denim are you fucking kidding me you listen to this shit that was the best hour of your day (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know i mean i was just watching it last night and fortunately you know i've done well in life you know but i've had ups and downs you know as we all have and I, you just hope you you're not one of those people who lives below the poverty line or, or things like that where it's tough you know it's tough out there for people i i don't i don't um i don't especially now when you when you just like your job is gone yeah for a lot of people and i and i i understand when donald trump says things like we need to open this country i want to be the guy who goes no we don't everybody needs to be safe first there's a part of me that mm-hmm. believes that, and there's also I feel like a lot of people. There's a part of me that's like, oh fuck it, like enough is enough mm-hmm. already. We we can't. We gotta let these poor people wait tables. Like yeah. last night, I went and had lunch. Went to the wrong fucking place. I was so excited to get lunch. Right, driving down Ventura Boulevard, which is fucking depressing enough because there's just nothing but four lease signs up on Ventura yeah. Boulevard. I mean, every day is like just, we there's a there's a place here if, if you guys know Los Angeles at all. We used to have a place called Jerry's Deli. Now, Jerry's Deli, I mean, I'm talking 20 years ago, was like you couldn't get in. There's a line down the block just at, after clubs and stuff. You, that's where yeah. you went. And, of course, it lost a bit of its luster. But um, And then it's always been there. You know, giant mm-hmm. fucking corned beef sandwiches and shit. Good time. Anyway... So yesterday was like their final day. They just couldn't handle that, you know, done. whatever, whatever, you know, 10 tables they're allowed to have in the street, couldn't pay the bills. Can't keep the lights on. No. So, so that, so that was, a, so I'm all excited to get this lunch because that's what I do in the afternoon. I did the podcast. I did the, I did, uh, you know, you and I sit back here in the morning. It was 105 it degrees. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm like, I'm going to find a, pl- and you can't go inside restaurants. God forbid you fucking sit inside. Yeah. When the air conditioning, 105 degrees, you got to sit outside. But so I found one that's got a covered patio with fans and shit. So I'm like, I know the place I'm going to go. And I go to the wrong place. There's two Italian restaurants that look exactly alike next to each other. And I walked into the wrong one, Uh-oh. but I already sat down. I'm like, oh, I can't get up and leave now. You know? So I sat there and here comes this old Russian waiter. I mean, the guy's got to be 70 hobbling around you know and 
I mean, the poor guy's probably been fucking bat, you know, in his home country. I mean, he's got seniority there for uh, sure. I think he's the only one left. Yeah, you know? he's like he's got seniority so much that they he's the one waiter yeah. they kept. Like we can know? keep one waiter and seven year old. I mean, I'm sure back in his country he was a doctor or something. Yeah. They always tell you every time you get in a cab in New York. In my country, I am doctor. Uh, yeah. Okay, doc, uh, can you take me to uh, <laughs> Greenwich Village and Second Avenue? Uh, um, <laughs> but so anyway, this guy. He comes over to the table and he's telling me about the Russian politics or whatever in between. Um, and it's me. There's three people sitting in the restaurant, three different tables. Me, another old guy who he keeps saying is Russian. I hear the, I'm over, I'm eavesdropping on his conversation with this guy. Mm-hmm. And the guy keeps saying, I'm not Russian. I just, yeah, I, I'm a Jewish guy. But the guy goes, but you're born in Russia, right? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, so you're Russian. He's it's like, like well, I don't identify I don't as identify. a Russian. <laughs> but anyway, so he, he would not let this guy off the fact that he's Russian. Yeah. And then like an old woman sitting by herself wearing, I mean, her perfume, like white shoulders or whatever old lady shit she's wearing is wafting in my face the entire time, which is fucking kind of gross. But she's as she's sitting there, which I love. I love seeing it. She's reading the fucking newspaper, the big, giant L.A. Times that you know you got to fold over nine Crinkly. times to get to the one article you want to read. And you know we all know what the New York, L.A. and New York Times used to be. It used to be a big, giant, seven-pound paper. Now it's like a leaflet, you know, yeah. it's like one page. But anyway, she's sitting there reading that. So that this is the company I keep at at one o'clock in the afternoon, and I sat in the. I'm in the wrong restaurant, but I used to. <laughs> I'm just fucking rambling. Now Russian and I'm sorry. expats and yeah. Helen Reddy fans. That's what. I <laughs> <laughs> well, if it, if you're talking about me being the Helen Reddy fan, I'm probably I was probably the only. We all were like, ah, oh, Helen Reddy. I should have said it in the restaurant. Have you heard Helen Reddy yes. died? And everyone's. We all start. We, it would have been like that scene in Sex and the City too. We all stand up and start singing "I Am Woman." <laughs> but anyway, they were fast on the iced tea refills and. You know, that's, uh, a lot of times that's about all I'm looking for these days. Like, how quick can this Russian guy get me the iced tea refills? And he, this guy was on it. Yeah. This was 105 degrees, and I was down in some iced tea, Alex. And then you know, I ate my penne or whatever, and I, and I went home. That's the day. That's right. that's what you do, you know. And that, but I came home to watch the thing. But you got home just in time to so watch I did. the world. So burn. I got yeah, I got home. It's you know, it's five thirty, and I turned it on, and here we go. It's it's the shit is on. They show the family come walking in. By you know, here mm. comes here comes uh, here comes the Trumps. Yeah, and there's all of them, and we got your girl Gil Foyle. She she's walking in, got a big white outfit on. Alex, right now, Alex should press the button, but he's he's oh. literally lying down. He's lying on the couch. Oh, yeah, wrong, wrong button. Yeah. Wrong, I'm telling. <laughs> Forget it. No, it's fine. I didn't. I wasn't expecting a Guilfoyle reference. That's why. If yeah, I got it. I know Kimberly Guilfoyle. I'm fired. No, you're not fired. But anyway, he's uh, <laughs> Kimberly Guilfoyle. I don't know how she. It's forget it. it forget it now, Alex. It's okay. too late. He he played a cricket. It was, <laughs> it's the same button, <laughs> different bank. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how any of this shit works. Warm for Alex. I wouldn't know any of this stuff. But anyway. So yeah, they all come in. Even Tiffany Trump. I thought they they invited Tiffany. I mean, it must it must. Was she the book writer? That was the one. That no, no, no. That's the that, she was oh, a that's niece. That's the niece. She yeah, was a niece. Tiffany's no, Tiffany's the, the daughter of, of um, uh, you know the. It's got a ton of kids. From three different wives. Yeah. And, he, and, he's, and he's always talking shit about, uh, you know, other people. Like, and I'm like, you have three, six kids from three different wives. And, you know, and according to everyone, you don't pay your taxes mm-hmm. and you got bad credit card issues. And, you know, you're not, you're the same as Wesley Snipes. Yeah. What are you talking about? So, anyway, that's. Uh, that's I want to hear him refer to them as baby mamas, too. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, if you're probably not far. He, you could probably go back into The Apprentice and see him saying something see him like say that. that. But anyway, Tiffany comes walking in, and there they all are. 
And then, of course, the Biden family goes walking in, and they're all dead. So yeah. it's just a wife. Uh, she's it's just it's just Jill Biden, and she sits down, and then they're fucking we're on. Yeah, and you know, I'm tweeting about it, having fun with it. It's just a shit show, and and afterwards, it's I go back and forth between CNN and Fox. Oh, okay. Uh, CNN because they're on my channels. It's two hundred one and two hundred two, so I can. It's an easy pop yeah. back and forth. And uh, you know, it's just uh, it's just I. I, I'm, as I'm watching, I'm like, does anybody really care about the fucking old Russian guy who gave me penne pasta this afternoon? Like, this guy, this poor guy just wants to, I don't know, be able to afford, you know, a nice pair of shoes, probably to be comfortable when he walks <laughs> there. Hey, probably not asking for much, you know, but I don't think anybody gives a fuck about him. Nope. So they're, they're more concerned about screaming about the, whether your son did cocaine or didn't do cocaine and I don't know. I don't know. We're all, but I hope. I just. I, I hope and I pray that someday somebody comes along and just brings like some. I don't know. Some uh, levity is the is is the right word or wrong word or hope or or something to the world. And of course, it. You know what? What might bring me hope won't bring someone else hope. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's always going to be fifty fifty. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like, in a way, we kind of felt that way when. When uh when Barack Obama won, a lot of us were like, "Hey man, you know this is ex- it was just kind of a nice time. At least I, that's where I remember it. Yeah, it could be wrong, but then again, you know it all it's all just politics. He was probably as crooked as everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if you get to a certain level in politics, you got to have a little bit of crooked and shit to you. Yeah, you know, it's just to just to maneuver throughout Washington, you got to be a bit of a scumbag, mm-hmm. I think. You at least got to know how to talk to scumbags. Mm-hmm. You got to speak the language, right? And honestly, as a guy who grew up on Long Island, nothing wrong with dealing with scumbags. You know, you you, <laughs> you know, you deal with scumbags all your life. Like, yeah. you, you, somebody breaks your car window, you don't go to, you know, mo- now you could probably Google it and you could deal with a reputable company that comes mm-hmm. over in a red shirt and he's got a van. Yeah. But when I was growing up, you fuck, do you know a, a, a window guy? Fuck, do I know a window guy? Yeah. yeah. Jimmy's fucking mm-hmm. does windows and you go in his backyard and he's got, you know, He's got windows. He's got Cadillacs he's got, on blocks. But he's also got like animals that aren't supposed to be back <laughs> yeah. there. Like he's got a giraffe. Like yeah. a giraffe. Is, I'm not kidding. Like they had like animals like, can you have this in your backyard? Mm-hmm. It's a tiger. Like yeah. don't worry about it. I'm selling it to a friend. And uh, It's not my tiger. I'm brokering this tiger. <laughs> right, don't worry right. about it. And that's the kind of shit I was dealing yeah. with. You know, the guy, the guy would make, he made birdhouses. I'm, ta- I'm talking about a guy named Jimmy. He'd make birdhouses. Little fucking, he had birdhouses. A lot of Tweety, tweety you know, not the cat, Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Get it? So he would make Sylvester the cat birdhouse. And the mouth of, of Sylvester was the bird hole. Was the cat, like was the, the door? Oh, yeah, where the door. That's the door. Yeah. So, the, so you get it? So yeah. it looked like the bird is getting eaten by Sylvester. Eaten by Sylvester. He kind of came up with this concept. That was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And so after you get your window fixed by him, he'd be like, you want 25 bucks, you get a Sylvester birdhouse. Yeah. And yeah, you know, for I'll ten take, bucks, I'll throw in a bird. Yeah, so I'll take, I'll take them. Yeah, and, and it would be an exotic bird. He's not supposed to have. Yeah. you know, like what type of bird? What do you want? Mm, I got a toucan. Mm. I got a peacock. I got like, a Somalian parakeet. You want it? You're like, <laughs> sure. I, I guess. Sounds beautiful. Yeah. He tried to sell me a lizard one time that he had, and he had, and he says they're they're fine. They're you know they're good. Kids love them or whatever. And I'm like 22, and I'm just trying to get a window put into the back of my uh, station wagon that my parents handed down to me. I'm like, oh, thanks a lot. And uh, and uh, he goes, what about this lizard? And it's a big fucking kind of iguana, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's got huge, sharp claws on it. And he goes, twenty bucks, you want it? I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do it. <laughs> and he goes, but you got to be careful with these claws. If you buy it, you got to be careful with these claws. They'll slit your throat. 
I was like, well, uh, I would probably not put that in the sales pitch. Yeah. And secondly, <laughs> uh, now I don't want it. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't realize that it could take my throat out. But yeah, he always had some weird shit. But the guy could, mm. you, needed a, you needed something done for $25, $30. He would, he would take care of it. Window, na- you name it. Yeah. You needed somebody to get out. You got to get somebody out of jail. Yeah. Done. There's a guy got called it. the Prius doctor. And whenever anything happens in my car, I head over to the Prius doctor. I'm sure he does really weird shit when he's not working oh, on really? Prius. Is he like yeah. a legit guy or is no, he? No, not at all. Yeah. Like I show up and he's like, hey, I got a used part. I'll throw it in there for 12 bucks. And when you're, you know. I love that kind of shit. But I would comic, you're yeah, like. I'm you're okay like, with yeah, that. Yeah. I would imagine that, that, uh, that DC is something like that. I would imagine mm-hmm. on, a, on a larger level, it's like, hey, do you got to get this bill passed? I know a guy. I know a guy. Who could pass that bill for you and you go down the hallway or whatever mm-hmm. i mean i don't know how any of this sh- but i would imagine it works something and he's like, like hey that. i officiate weddings too right yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah that's the kind of yeah. shit you know i mean i think this guy jimmy officiated some fucking yeah. weddings too you know so uh whatever it is but that's the stuff i grew up in so it's just a it's just a world i know but i think so it none of it surprises me learning how to deal with scumbags builds character 100 percent. when i was an electrician in new york city it was just like it was just dealing with scumbags. You know? Oh and man, it was just like awful. Like the 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 electricians were outside of like doing electrical work. They they you know you give them a pipe to bend and they were fucking geniuses. But talk about anything any other topic other than that. They were an absolute moron. Like, hey, have you heard of that Helen Reddy? Oh, forget about (laughs) it. Oh, I remember. I told you, I I had a fight, like almost a knockdown, drag out fight about what came first. I think I talked about this, the Hydrox or the Oreo cookie. Mm -hmm. And this is the point in my life where I was probably 20 years old. I'm working in the World Trade Center back when it was there. And uh, this guy's 58-year-old apprentice electrician who fucking hates his life. It's 20 degrees outside and we're putting in a revolving door. Uh, at the bottom of the trade center, mm-hmm. so we're outside. We're working outside in the freezing fucking cold. And if you know where, if you remember where the trade center was, it was down by the river. So the wind was just whipping every day. Five o'clock in the morning. Here we are outside, and he's telling me what came. Do you know what came first, Hydrox or Oreo? Now Hydrox was basically an Oreo cookie ripoff, I guess. Turns out Hydrox came first. I, they took the name. You know, I don't think you're even supposed to. Eat hydroxinated oil. No. But back then, nobody gave a fuck. They named it after the worst yeah. ingredient in the cookie. They're like, why is it called Hydrox? Because it's got hydroxinated oil in it. It's oh, like, you probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. You don't want a parrot that'll rip your throat out? <laughs> you shouldn't say that either. What are you people doing? Are you trying to sell shit or not? And that was the point where I, I, I decided that I was going to come to Los Angeles. I, I remember I was on the fence of just le- leading a life of being an electrician, which would be nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. a, that's a saleable skill that I would have had a great, I would have had a nice life doing and, you know, like my brothers do and everything would be fine. But uh, I, because of that Hydrox and Oreo argument, I said, you know, let's, let's go, let's, let's get, get out, out of here. here. Let's go try and be Andrew McCarthy. And I did. And here I am, you know, and whatever. So that's the way it went. Let's try and get into some topics here. You know, I think we've done enough on, on the, on the, the debate. I mean, I could talk about the debate all day because, honestly, it's all anybody was talking about, at least yesterday. By yeah. Thursday, it could be a whole new thing. Next one is vice presidential. It's Kamala Harris versus uh, versus Mike Pence, and that's next week. And I'll watch it. I'll watch it again because it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's it's like now I know what it's like to be like a cameraman on The Real Housewives of you know New Jersey. It's just mm-hmm. like watching two grown men just fighting. It's just... It's bizarre. And if I was a poor old Russian guy, you know, 
serving iced tea and losing my job, I'd be upset mm-hmm. that these are the things that are going on in today's world. You know, nobody fucking cares about anybody anymore. It's not right. It's not right. There's a parrot, Alex, in uh, in uh, actually several parrots, like uh, five parrots in uh, in Britain that they had to remove them from the zoo because they were f- the foul-mouthed birds had to be split up <laughs> uh, after a number of different expletives at visitors and staff ju- uh, days after being donated. They were donated to the 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 Lincoln the Zoo, the, wa- the Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in uh, Eastern England. And uh, the the zookeeper said they abs- they got there five of them these thugs obviously yeah. thug bird probably from Jimmy's backyard yeah the window guy from you know they had obviously had a rough upbringing <laughs> and the zoo was like we'll take them They're nice birds mm-hmm. and sure enough the birds get in there and they were just like they went ballistic the guy said they were all swearing <laughs> the venue's chief executive Steve Nichols said we were a little concerned about the children so the one it says the one children walked past and <laughs> and the birds. <laughs> this is what it says. The bird, one of the birds, not all five. Yeah. The bird yelled out, fat fuck, <laughs> to one of the kids going past. Uh, Nichols, Nichols complains that the one bird calls uh, pe- people fat fuck every day. Which I don't, I don't know about England, but he wouldn't be far. If he was here in America yeah. and he was ye- and the bird was yelling out fat fuck every six or seven people, probably a pretty good chance he's nailing a fat yeah, fuck here or there. he's getting a few. They're African gray parrots. That's what they are, African gray parrots. And here are their names. These are the five foul-mouthed parrots that had to be... This is a CNN article, by the way. Uh, Eric, Jade, Elsie, Tyson, and Billy. Mm -hmm. Those are your five. I would imagine Billy seems like the one who's really... He's the one who's doing the fat fuck chat. Yeah. I bet Elsie's Um, a racist. (laughs) Well, she's an African gray parrot, so she's... uh, You know, who knows? She could still very well be racist. Uh, we're given to the park from five different owners. Ah, oh, that's the problem. Five different owners. The staff immediately noticed that the bird shared uh, in their, yeah, in their whatever profanities, and and they had to get rid of them. So, that was, I thought that was an interesting story. Mm. You know? How'd you get five foul-mouthed birds at the same time? That's impressive, actually. From that's... from, but I, the thing is, you when I mean I I'm always fascinated when a parrot talks. It, yeah, it's still, it's amazing to me. And the one thing you wanted to do is kind of say foul yeah, words. That's isn't exactly. That, isn't that, yeah. If I went to the zoo, the be- the one I go back to is the right. pirate. If that I walked past and a bird would call me a fat fuck, I would go back to that cage <laughs> yeah. several times. I don't want to go to lion cage where a lion ain't doing shit. Yeah. I want to go see a emaciated gorilla. Yeah, like, yeah, like learn some dirty words yeah. or I'm not coming back to this cage. So uh, a cruise ship finally left port yesterday. They finally, one of the, I forget what, I think it was Norwegian or, or Carnival or one of the cruise lines finally said, fuck it. We're doing it. We're back in the water. We're, we're going for it. Mm. And uh, they hit the, the high seas. It's all you can drink, 15 baby. minutes later, they turned around because 20 people on the boat got coronavirus. Yeah, so, really? Yeah. This it's is in true. 15 minutes? And whatever. Yeah, however well, yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm exaggerating. If uh, Alex is going to sit here and fact check oh, the d- jokes from here on out, so that's going to make it a long afternoon. Um, but no, but you know what yeah, I mean? No, yeah. But it was like one day of, and, and they, and they were like, all right, I think they tested one every day. They have to test people daily, daily, the- daily. Well, you, well, so then I looked up this, um, and so they said, this is what's so going to try and get cruises up and running again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys are cruise people. 
Uh, I went. I, I said I went on one one time and had a good time. It, it, I can see the appeal. And yeah. I went on like a shitty like carnival cruise to like mm-hmm. you know the Western Caribbean or Cayman Islands or something. But I, I had a blast. If you I pay for you. all you can drink. It's gonna be I a good th- time. The thing is, like you make it. You can make it what it is. Yeah. You know, you can have a great time. You could probably have a shit time. So here's these are the new rules of 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 cruising. If yeah. you're into it, now I don't know. People shit on cruises and. And, and it was bad before. But here, you can no longer go maskless. You have to w- remain in the mask the entire time on board, mm-hmm. on the deck, sitting in the sun, mask on. Sounds awful. Yeah. You can't enter your cabin right away. You have to go through a whole process of um, undergoing steaming, mattresses, sanitation, all this shit they got to go through. So you can't go to your cabin right away, whatever that means. How, how long you on have to wait. On a daily basis? I th- I don't know. You can't, yeah. you can't, no, you can no longer go on full shore excursions, which okay. is the only thing you do. They, yeah. They park for the day. You run oh, off. You go ride ATVs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get your hair braided and, mm-hmm. a, and a fake tattoo on your arm and uh, buy a sweatshirt and you get back on. Yeah. That's it. A fake Rolex and you get back on the Have boat. a parrot yell out fat fuck to you from a, you know, on an on a African guy's shoulder and you're like, ah, oh, Jesus, am I that fat? And that, uh, uh you get, you can't board without a health screening. They're gonna pop this thing. Up. Oh, the other day. I'm Who's like, healthy on a cruise ship? I know. <laughs> well, they they do. The, and it, I gotta tell you, the, I go to have lunch the other day, and this girl, you know, she's, she's a hostess. Yeah. She's, probably, she's an eighteen year old girl. Uh-huh. She doesn't know fucking anything. About anything. anything. No. She's just seating people. Mm-hmm. Of course, now she's a fucking doctor. Yeah. She's got the thermometer. You know, the thing to Swabbing take the temperature. Swab. I mean, I'm kidding. She's yeah. like, yeah, this is what you have to go through for them. And you're gonna administer this yeah. uh, this shit. So she holds up the the thing to my forehead, the temperature reading you know, yeah. thing. I swear to God, she this girl's fifteen feet away from me, and she goes, "Okay, you're good." I was like, "There's no way that, that read anything right there." No. I want to see that screen on the. She they never show it to you, so she just put it down, and I, I don't think it was it was what. She, yeah. Nothing. Nothing's happening. So they're doing that now. They, they, you got to board with that. Uh, bring your luggage on board. You can't bring your luggage on board. I don't know. You got to keep it in the hull. You can no longer sit at the bars or in the restaurants. <laughs> so what the? What do you do? Sit in your it's, room? It's curbside. Yeah. So that and, and no more and no more buffets. So that's it. That those are the uh, those are the you, new. You literally can't go on cruises. Like those are the new rules of cruising, which I find uh, fascinating. So if you want to go, and the other thing is, like somehow I got on the the like the the mailing list of Virgin Cruises. This you know this high end mm-hmm. cruise line that. Uh, that he started, Virgin Didn't he guy. Like just start that. Just too? started like the day coronavirus the, yeah. began. He had these five He's ships. Like, hey, that here's were, a billion dollars in seas. ships. Yeah. yeah, and I gotta tell you, I mean, the it looks great. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm always like, hey, if this is a good bargain, you know, like if, yeah. if they're gonna be giving this shit away because they can't get anyone to go, I would think about it. So I look at the prices and I'm like, this guy's not giving shit away. No. These Virgin Cruises still seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars or whatever. So. I'm like, I don't know. You you cut this thing down to seventy five bucks, I'll get on board. Yeah. And I will take a virgin. He's cruise. gonna have to sell his islands. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I feel like that guy's going through some shit right now. But anyway, uh, and we mentioned Mac Davis. We mentioned all of that. We mentioned now here's another story I wanted to bring up. I finally was able to get something again out of my um science magazine. Uh it's been tough because they are they are full in on the coronavirus. Um, as you, as you could imagine, you know, it's a big mm. coronavirus. That's all they got uh, stuff. But this time I found an interesting article. Uh, 
100 million year old they found 100 million years you understand yes. that's 100 million 100 million 100 million. 100 million that's a lot that's a lot that's, of that's years uh, f- fossilized sperm they found a sperm here's how they found it um, a female shrimp had okay. made it now this is 100 million years ago so yeah. this is a female shrimp she's she's mating mm-hmm. okay uh, before right after she was done the guy you know yeah ejaculated the yeah, other yeah. shrimp the male the shrimp. shrimp i would imagine she's having sex with another mm. shrimp well maybe not maybe i don't not. know maybe she's having sex with I, mean, a rac- I wasn't around 100 million yeah. years ago uh, who know. knows what was going on yeah. back then these freaks could have been a raccoon she was fucking yeah. i have no idea but i'm gonna assume it was another shrimp mm. uh they were mating this guy you know ejaculates uh, in her or on her i don't know what, how i don't know what she this female shrimp was into i don't mm. know if she's like don't come inside like me because back. i'm not on yeah, yeah lower back face tits i don't know mm-hmm. it, it, things are different these days than they were 100 million years ago but anyway right after it happened uh the female shrimp was uh got trapped in a tree resin Oh, you know, so that's what they, that's how shit was going. Hundred million. That's one thing you don't have to worry about. You know, mm. like you say, you know, Alex and I always talk before we go to air here, and we say life is shittier. Things are shittier right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll tell you what, you can fuck without getting covered in tree resin yeah. when it's over. You mm-hmm. know, I think I think that's an upside. Yeah, you got to look at the upsides in life. I, that's what I was trying to say earlier. You got to find the small, uh, you know, small wins be- beacons there. of hope yeah. here in this world, and and that is one of them. Mm-hmm. Like you could fuck all day long. And you're not going to wind up being stuck in tree resin for a hundred million years. Yeah. And wait for some guy to come along, some archaeologist to come along and chip away at this tree resin and go, I th- "Hey, everybody, over here! I found a shrimp. She's covered in jizz. <laughs> what? Oh, and she's like, oh, great! I got jacked off on a hundred million years ago. Now you fucks are going to talk shit about me? That's the impressive part. They're like, we found sperm that's a hundred million years. You yeah. like, you found a shrimp that's a hundred million? Nah, we found so, sperm. So, so that uh, trapped in tree resin hundred million years ago, and its body still contains about. Uh, what, there was 50 sperms all over this little shrimp. This Ooh. little shrimp was covered in jizz. She got bukkake. Hey, poor, poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> the shrimp was bukkake and then covered in tree resin uh, with its reproductive... Oh, it was in the reproductive tract. So he Could did you it, imagine he getting did. frozen in time in your walk of shame? He did it up inside her. They are, they are the oldest uh, uh, animal sperm cells ever. Mm. Um, so... There you go. You know, that's uh, that's interesting. I thought that was interesting, right? Yeah. That's interesting. Too bad the Sizzlers are out of business because they found out, you know, that would be something you could put on their you could uh, put that buffet. on the old menu. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys have? Oh, you can eat shrimp. As a matter of fact, we have a, uh, one of our delicacies this evening uh, is a hundred million year old jizz covered shrimp. If you'd like to try that. Oh, I would love that. Ooh. Can I get that with the Malibu chicken? As a matter of fact, <laughs> you can. They're laying off. Disney's laying off a lot of people. Disney's laying off 35,000 employees uh mostly park people people who work mm-hmm. at disneyland and disney world so they're out you know the guy who plays mickey mouse and all the characters yeah. out out of they business just laid them i wonder if they've been Yesterday. paying them the whole time i think they were something like that That's you know impressive. disney's got a couple of bucks so yeah. they could probably but now they're like we don't know when this shit's gonna open again remember they opened for a few minutes at least yeah. the one in florida did uh and i don't know if they remained well, then it open. became the bubble didn't it 
It's not. It became the bubble for the NBA. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was the you know that, that they have a big thing there in Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's like they. I think it was one portion of it. Okay. Uh, I don't think it was the park. I don't mm-hmm. think they. You know, they were. Yeah, on the Florida. Rides. Florida's not caring at all. So. No, as a matter of fact, they just opened. You know, and I there's a little bit of jealousy in me when I read things like that. You know that they they were just like open it, open it, everything, no restrictions. Restaurants yep. are open. Come on in. Cough in each other's mouths. Yeah, Get just out go there. ahead, go ahead, and if you want to eat a jizz covered shrimp in our restaurant your business mm-hmm. not telling you what to do and you read those things and you're like ah oh, florida of course bunch of fucking losers and then you all oh, and then you're like hmm, i don't know sounds pretty good as i sit in a outside in a parking lot with an old russian guy pouring iced tea in my in yeah. my thing while a woman's white shoulders perfume wafts into my face in 105 degree weather i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know are we the assholes here is yeah. california the assholes or is florida the assholes who's the assholes here because they're sitting inside a fucking jimmy buffett's margaritaville enjoying life yeah. and i'm sitting in a in a, in a parking lot next to a, an old gal reading the paper. You know, so I don't know. I don't know if if we're the bad guys or, or who, whoever. I mentioned it on the uh, on the um, on the Patreon episode yesterday. But for those of you who are not on Patreon, and if you're not, I highly recommend you get on it. We're doing some fun stuff over on Patreon. A lot of people ask how can how can we help out, Chris? How can we you know how can we support the podcast? Support the podcast by going on Patreon. Patreon backslash Chris Frangiola, cover to cover, whatever you'll find it. Just put in cover to cover Patreon. It pops up. And for five dollars, five dollars, you get uh, an extra episode a week. Uh, and we love doing it. We really mm. enjoy the Patreons. It's a looser, not that it could be much more loose than what we just did, <laughs> but uh, it's pretty loose and fun, and uh, and we're having a good time doing Patreons. A lot of people have joined, and we truly appreciate it. And uh, but if you if you haven't, jump on board. Five bucks, five bucks a month, I think that is. Right? Yeah. And uh, so that's sixty dollars a year, and and in that month you get four episodes. Extra so that's episode. like a, that's like a dollar fifty an episode or something. I mean, at this point, you it's our best math. work too. It's what it, it's kind of our best work. Yeah. Uh, and then and now I'll say this: this is the Patreon. We did it for the Patreon people. You might have seen it on our. We have a Facebook page for this podcast. It's the cover to cover Facebook page, and people go on there and chat about things and you know beat some jokes to death. Admittedly, they All beat right. some. Jo- we you know we if they got a Vermont country store joke, they're gonna. They're going to share it. Yeah. And that's fine. And you that's can That's what too. it's there for. Exactly. So we have that. And uh, you might have seen some people putting some merch up, some coffee cups and some uh, and some T-shirts and stuff. So we do have a merchandise, brand new cover-to-cover merchandise website that we had opened only to Patreon members. But now we're opening it to everyone, the public. And it couldn't have been more perfectly timed. Most of the uh, gear that we have is says uh, strong opinions and zero facts, which is our catchphrase here at the podcast. And as I'm watching the debate last <laughs> night, I said, oh, my God. How timely. Strong opinions and zero facts is everything that is going on on yep. this television right now. So if you want a strong opinions, zero facts, T-shirt, coffee mug, uh, everything, they're out there. Go to CoverToCoverPodcast.com. CoverToCoverPodcast.com. You, you can find get- links to the Patreon. You can find links to the Facebook page. It's all on there. Thank so. you, Alex. Qu- quality stuff. Alex put this all together. Quality, good stuff. We have masks on there. If you choose to wear them if you live in florida you could just use it as a yeah. i don't know a handkerchief or yeah. something um so they're on there we have stuff that says pure smut which are great 
crop top hoodies and stuff pure smut which is which a, re, a review that we have gotten uh on this uh that's our, our other catchphrase yeah it's our other catchphrase that we were pure smut and in a way we are i mean we mm. mentioned the term bukkake we talked yeah. about a jizz covered shrimp so that is pure smut yeah and then and then on and on and on we have that and, I, Quinn. and and as and as you uh and as you um Listening to this on Thursday, I will be in Portland. I'm in Portland right now as you listen to this. I, I, I flew out this morning, Thursday, to Portland, and I'm in it. I'm in Portland. And I. it was fun to hear last night during the debate how the city is burning down, and I was about to head to it. Mm. Um, so if you guys come see me I'll this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I'm at Helium, Portland. And I would love to see you. If you're a fan of the Cover to Cover podcast and you heard about this, please Hang out after the show. Talk to me. Contact me somehow because I don't know. I don't know anybody in Portland. I've only been there once for a few minutes, and uh, and I would love to you know just get to know some people in the Portland area. Doing one show Thursday, one show Friday, two on Saturday. Come on out and check that out as well. Have I sold enough? Have I have I yeah. sold enough? Sell, sell, sell. That's what they tell. You. And I, I listen to other podcasts, and that's what people do. Yeah, they're just selling like crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a thing now on Instagram where. You, I do a bunch of Instagram lives. I come on. I haven't done one in a couple of nights, but you come on Instagram live, and now that Instagram's doing a thing where people can pay you for your Instagram live. They, oh, can, they like can a handle, donation they or a coin and and give you money. And I'm like Jesus Christ! Like, I'm I w- I'm not gonna do that to you people. I'm not. I mean, how many more I mean, ways? It's called cameo. You can yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I have that too. You know, I have a cameo. If you want a cameo, I've, I've done a lot of cameos. I've done. I've done hundred. some cameos in your cameos. Yeah, you've been yeah. in my cameo. People have asked for Alex in my cameos, and I've put Alex in my cameos. So there's, I've done a couple of hundred cameos. People seem to enjoy those. They're they're, they're fun to do. But I'm not going to charge you for Instagram lives. No. I mean, I there's you got to just give away some shit for mm-hmm. free. Like this podcast you're currently listening to. This is 100 percent free. This is a freebie. You're getting it for free. Not even an ad. And that's why we half-ass it, and you know, in a way, that's why a lot of times we, you know, we. Uh, I'm busy. I'm busier now than I've ever been. I'm doing a lot of shit. I had to do a Zoom uh, call in today to Portland, Oregon at seven o'clock in the morning to promote the shows. Doing press. And I, and my turns out my camera's not working. And the poor woman, if she was a pro, I'll say this: this poor, you know, Good Morning Portland or whatever she was on. She's like talking to a blank screen. They mm. just throw a headshot of me up, like an oh. old, like a headshot from like 1988. They they just have that on the screen, mm-hmm. and then I finally get the computer working. And I think everybody probably in Portland is watching it, going, "Oh, handsome guy!" Because yeah. I was like, you know, 22 at the t- in this yeah, headshot, this head and shot. I look gorgeous. It's a that fact, shirtless picture of you. No, on it's the not backyard. that. One. It's another one. It's even cuter. Because I had to pay extra. Uh. This guy was do. He goes. I do two shots. I do two shots. I do a regular shot where I just shoot you. You know, like most headshots you see hanging in dry cleaners and across the country, or I do a film noir Ooh. look. You know, film noir like you're gonna look like Cary Grant. And I was like, oh, okay. How much extra? Hundred fifty bucks extra. Not a problem. Take Let's it. go film noir. So I did the film noir headshot and uh, got a real nice film noir look to it. And she popped that up on the Portland Good Morning Portland. It's black morning. and white. Black and white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back. That's everybody yeah. was black and white back then. Ah, that's there right. There was no yeah. color headshots. Uh, and then, uh, so she's looking at that the whole time. Then I finally get the p- camera fixed, and I pop on. 
Mm-hmm. At fifty four now, yeah. You know? And she's like, oh, "Oh, Jesus Christ! You ruined the whole fucking." You're like, fun. "Oh, black and white was all they had <laughs> when they took that picture." <laughs> no, they, yeah. they really did. Like, and she was just like, "Oh, forget it." Like, I, I was like, "Oh, look at this hot guy." Where people are probably buying tickets like crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see this twenty four year old film noir god, and then I come pop, and I'm like, "Oh, Jesus! Time hasn't fucking treated him well at all." <laughs> And every one of them is the same. It's so funny. I have to, you have to do a lot of this shit when you go on the road. You have to do a lot of, um, you know, these good morning. And it's a little different now because of COVID. They can't have anyone in studio, mm-hmm. so you got to do everything on Zoom. And just Zoom just sucks. You Which guys, is the only way that. to make press worse. Or I, I know. Maybe it's better you do it from your house instead yeah, you of being exactly. there. Exactly. That's true. You don't have to get up. But it is kind of always kind of nice to just go in and, uh, and, and see how it all works, you know, because yeah. it's so funny that... You know, coming from like working on big time productions uh, where there's, you know, 18 cameramen and 25 mm-hmm. people running around in a craft service table. When you go into like local, you know, small market, not that Portland's a small market, but some of these small market mm-hmm. local shows, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. they got a bag of chips and a water. <laughs> if you're lucky, yeah. one camera working and the, and the producers, also the cameraman, also does the makeup. There's like two people, the anchor and the guy behind the camera. Yeah. And that's it. And you're like, oh, this is it? And yeah. like, this is it. And they got to come up with shit every day. Like there was, I was on, went on one and the guy was crushing cans because it was like can delivery day or something. And that was one of the bits. Like, go ahead and crush those cans. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I told you they asked me to do it one time. Crush cans? I swear to God. No, no. Oh. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I was like, what? I was in, uh, what city was I in? Somewhere in Ohio. And I did like their good, I'm, I still talk to the host. She was a nice lady. Uh, and, and, uh, Good morning, Toledo, or some shit. And holy Toledo! And they were, you know, they were having their issues getting hosts or whatever. And I, at the time, Chelsea Lately had ended, and it looked like nothing was coming. Uh, you know, it was a year after Chelsea uh, Lately, and yeah. shit was drying up fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, "This is kind of fun." They had me like the like two straight days in a row. Like, Come back tomorrow, and and because you're fun. Because I do what I do here, you know. Yeah. I know uh, it's hard for me to like not curse and everything, but I could I could mm. clean it up. I could be like a hand. I mean, you're fresh off of like ten years around. Oh, table I, I, at I this could be point. like cute morning guy, you yeah. know. Like, hey, this is funny. We saw a cat in a tree the other day, and here's the cat, and uh, you know, uh, and then was uh, Sally. Uh, I ever tell you about the time, uh, you know, like things like yeah. that. That's what you do. And then you have like a local guy come and cook. Like, you know, what is this uh, dish you're cooking? A ravioli. You know, oh, that's fantastic. It, but it's nobody. It's nothing great. Like, it's a uh, Jim from Macaroni Grill is going to mm-hmm. be here to make his famous chicken Alfredo. It's it's not Wolfgang yeah. Puck. You know. Yeah. So anyway, I, they finally, after like two days of doing a pretty good job, I like jokingly said like, "Hey man, this is fun. I'd love to like do it." And the next day they wrote me. I was back in L.A. already, and they emailed <laughs> me like, "Do you seriously want the job? Because you got it." And I swear to God, I seriously contemplated moving to Toledo, to Ohio, Toledo? and taking over like Good Morning, morning Toledo, Toledo. Or <laughs> I really did. I was just like, I was like, I should I go? Like, I could pay nothing in rent. I'd, I mean, I think you make. I'm not kidding. You make like twelve grand a year. Yeah, not, and that's I'm not fucking no. around when I say that. You'd be better half off, of a radio. Yeah, DJ you'd be better seller. off working at Jimmy John's. Yeah. But you know, you're on TV, and then you, you could supplement your income by going. You go to the uh, week on events. Saturday. You go throw out a ball at the little league game. Mm-hmm. It's Chris Frangiola from Good Morning Toledo. You you're like, hey, hey everybody. Wave. Yeah, hi. How are you? And then you go to a, to a car dealership. Um, mm-hmm. or you do a commercial for them. Yeah. Like, come on down to uh, Eubanks Buick, where we'll give you a great deal. And Good Morning Toledo. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a yeah, catchphrase. Yeah. I have a catchphrase or something mm-hmm. at that point. You know, 
Um, and that would be it. And then I'm, you know, I die, and then I go and die like Mac Davis. You know, yeah. I just I just die. And 20 years from now, somebody plays me on a podcast and plays an old clip for me and makes fun of it. And I'm yeah. like, fuck you. Not cool. I needed a buck. And I went to Toledo to get it. I didn't do it. But I still always look back on should I have done it? Like, should I have just gone and worked it? Were you like, why do I even have an agent? I can get myself work in Toledo just fine. No, totally. Yeah. Like, you just go and ask for the job. And they're like, yeah, yeah. you want this job? And like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Because you got to get up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, ma- fully made up. And you got to mm. have different outfits and shit. Yeah. You know, you can't go in the same suit and tie every day. It's, it was a fun time. Uh, two cities have asked me. Another city, like, I think it was like Syracuse or something also, was like, hey, if you're interested, let me... Because one of the guys in Syracuse, he was kind of... He was like, I was you. He said yeah. to me like during commercial break, he's like, I was you. I was struggling. I was like, all right, I've done all pretty right. well for myself. Yeah. You know, Calm down. I was like, you weren't me, motherfucker. <laughs> I've, I've fucking... I've been... I'm famous. Uh, oh, did you co-create the greatest yeah, show on television? Yeah, exactly, tele- you asshole. But he goes, and then one day I just said, you know what? I told my agent, get me a local fucking gig doing an anchor, being an anchorman somewhere. And, and he said, here I am. I was like, oh, well, oh. all right. Well, thanks for shitting on me. And then... You know, <laughs> but then he was like, if you want to do it, you can do it too. You know, we'll give you... Anytime you mm-hmm. want, let me know. I've contemplated, you know, there are times where you're like, when times are tough, you think about things. I told you one time I went to a porn shoot. My friend was, oh, this is the weirdest thing. Like, this is way back, you know, before any of this shit was going down. Any, like, you, could, you couldn't even just access porn on your phone. You know, mm-hmm. you had to go to, like, a store and get yeah. a videotape. You go behind, like, set, s- set the swinging doors. There, yeah, there were <laughs> saloon doors. <laughs> Funny thing was, there used to be, it, God, it was, it was still there up until, like, a year ago. It was called Odyssey Video in North Hollywood. Uh-huh. It was there forever. You talk about Odyssey Video, like, everybody who lives in Los Angeles knows about it. And used to work in Odyssey Video, and it'd be a huge video store on the front. Mm-hmm. You know, renting the hits yeah. of the day. And then when the hell are people in there? And you're like, how are they keeping it? And then you go through the swinging doors like, oh, oh here's packed. the party. Yeah. Jo- like packed, packed yeah. of people, you know, getting giant porn videotape. Just so embarrassing mm-hmm. to do. Still, it's just, it's just not. Some guys can do it confidently. They yeah. grab it. They go walk right out, look in the eye, buy it. I was the shame that I had to, you know, go get them with was... Uh, I I was a fan of a of a series called Dirty Latina Maids. Uh, <laughs> All seventeen of them. There were, no seventeen. There were like seven hundred. <laughs> I mean, so anyway, uh, there was a lot of Dirty Latina Maids. So anyway, I, one of my friends has had like a house up in the hills, uh-huh. but it wasn't like a. It was a shithole. That no no furniture. Yeah. You know, whatever. He was sleeping in like a back room, and, and they were renting it out to porn shoots. Yeah. And so that they. For whatever, pay them a hundred bucks, and it's, and it's at least looks like a you know you got a backdrop. Yeah, if that's what you need in a porn. So, and then, and now this is not a joke when I say this, and I, and I'm sorry if this is too too much pure smut for you. But the name smut. of the movie that they were filming when I got there was called Anal Intruders. This is no shit. <laughs> you have told this. Anal Intruders. Did I have that yeah. list? Anal Intruders. But it was like Anal Intruders Part Six. Yeah. So you know, if you hadn't seen the first five, don't even don't even start with six because yeah. the, the the plot line was so intricate that you would be completely mm-hmm. lost just starting on Anal Intruders six. Highly recommend getting the first Anal Intruders yeah. one through five so you can keep up with the storyline. Anyway, um, so you understand what what's going to happen here. Yeah. Now it's just a now they're all ready to go. The girls are there and the guys are there. Uh, everybody looks, you know, real. Not nobody's happy to be doing what they're doing. No, this is obviously a last ditch effort in life to make a buck. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, you know, we, we including your buddy, no, like <laughs> me and my buddy, like, uh, yeah, my, exactly. <laughs> including my buddy. Well, it was, it was the guy who owned the house. My buddy's yeah. just staying there. So yeah. he didn't have anything to do with it. He's just like, there's a porn going on in the house. Like get over here. Get, yeah. So we, d- we just sit like far away and kind of like watch it being filmed, which is just bizarre and kind of gross, honestly. Um, and, uh, and then cut and here comes the guy spent from anal and, you know, <laughs> yeah. intruding people anally. And he comes, like, sitting down on the couch next to us, and he's, like, obviously some methed out fucking, yeah. you know, guy. And he's and he's like, oh, you know, just worn out. And I would imagine he would be. It's tough work. Yeah. You know, much on, not unlike probably the, the male shrimp who uh, ejaculated on that girl yeah. 100 million years ago, uh, that female shrimp. He was probably the same way. That's probably why he got out of there. He wasn't covered in the resin. Yeah. Because he split and went and sat on a couch went somewhere. Went and a couch somewhere, yeah. <laughs> and, Clearly. Uh, and then the resin went on the gallon. Now we're reading about it. Science magazine. So anyway, uh, this guy comes sits next to me, and so I start asking him, like, how, you know, how do you get into this? Like, this is interesting. He goes, oh, I just, you know, down on my luck, and times were tough, and there's an agency in the valley, and I uh, walked into the agency, and I said, uh, hey, I'm interested in doing porn, and the a guy goes, okay, when do you want to start? I was like, I don't know, whenever. He goes, can you can you start this afternoon? <laughs> And the guy's like, yeah. And he goes, yeah. like, literally, like, uh, that afternoon, I was in a porn, full on, so doing it. And he goes, you interested? I was like, uh, maybe. <laughs> like, like, what, if this, uh, like, if this Syracuse like, thing no. doesn't work out. <laughs> well, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, I might be the anchorman in Toledo, so I'm, ha- I'm waiting on a phone call. Yeah. But if that doesn't work out, I will jizz on a shrimp. What's the uh, address 40, to the office? For $40. But I swear to God, like, the guy was like, I mean, I could literally give you the guy's number and he could be doing something Start tonight. tonight. Four yeah. o'clock. Like, he'd be in it this noon. And by four o'clock, he could be anal intruding somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, I, so of course, I'm all going through my head. It's like, did I see my, will they see my face? You know, yeah, they're gonna... any of that going on or, or anything. This was before Chelsea, Chelsea mm. or anything. It was just, I was working at Sizzler, I think. So yeah. honestly, we would have been better off just, just, you know, being in porn. Yeah. So I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But it was, I'm just saying it's one of those things where you could have, and then the guy was just like, and he goes, and if you have a girlfriend that's interested in doing it too, this guy, they like they want that. They, give want, you a couple, they want couples first. Like yeah. they want couples who'll do it. This is when that started to happen. It was like real yeah. reality porn started mm-hmm. to happen. And like get a you get a regular couple, good yeah. looking like you, you know, get out there and they'll fucking pay you. And I was like, How much do you make? And I swear to God, he's like, The girls make pretty good. You know, they make yeah. they're making six hundred bucks, whatever today. Yeah. I said, How much are you make? And he's like, forty dollars. <laughs> like, oh, forget it. Like <laughs> that's sad shit, you know. So anyway, I did Here's the thing. It all worked out in the yeah. end. You know, in the end, here we are. Yeah, did you it, only had to do a couple of them, right? I, yeah, honestly, I, 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 I didn't, but thank God. Because yeah. I have friends who have, and friends who are like good friends of mine now, who not, not male, female, yeah. uh, and they're decent, sweet people who are now trying to maneuver into other careers, and it's just it's out a, there. It's a hard you way know? to it, exit, it, it's, yeah. it's out there, and it's always going to be out there, and it's a it's a Google away from seeing some shit mm-hmm. on these people. I don't, I don't, of course, ever say anything. Gonna, yeah. Because they'd always ask me, like, it's gonna, it's tough for me to get into the, I was like, oh, well, of course yeah. it is. Because there's going to be one guy in the office who's an old pervert from 1988 who goes, Aren't you? Aren't blah you? blah, and I'm like, no. And like, blah, 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 blah. Look who it this is. isn't you. Yeah, that's, that's the girl it. down in the cubicle. That's so. the girl from Anal Intruders. 14. I remember in junior high school, uh, we had a, a, a teacher. What the fuck was her name? Well, I don't, I don't want. To, I probably shouldn't share her name. 
think her, uh, whatever, I shouldn't say her name. She's probably, she's long since dead now. Yeah. Be. But anyway, there was always rumors. Like she was in Playboy when she was oh. younger. People were like, you know, I could see it. She's a little older now, but like definitely a Playboy hey, look. And yeah. I'm, you know, we're like nine, me and my friends, but like definitely Playboy look on her. Like yeah. this is uh, like, sure enough, you know, yeah, this is before internet. This is before you can Google anything. You just had to, you just had to wait. You know, as a nine-year-old, like someday there might be a device where I could put this name in mm-hmm. and see if there's some shit on it. So cut to, you know, 30 years later, and one day I start thinking, I wonder if that was actually true that she was in Playboy. Bop, 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 boom, boom. That she pops up, 1964. She's in Playboy. She was a school teacher now, but shit, there she was. So, you know, it's, it, it, I'm saying you can't hide anything now mm. for, on, no. on, on Google and shit. So... You just never know these days. You just never know. I mean, you know, we try to get, we try to remain positive. We try to remain fun. But I'm in the same world you guys are in. Alex is in the same world. We're all in the same world. It's hot here in Los Angeles. We want it to be fall. I'm feeling fall. Mm-hmm. We talk about fall. We've read from the fall Vermont Country Store catalog. We've, I, I see, I, I just got good housekeeping. We'll talk about it next week. But I got the new one. Got a lot of fall cooking ideas. A lot of uh, jack-o'-lantern mm-hmm. fun ideas to do with jack-o'-lanterns. Um, but not here. We're 105 degrees. We're hot. We're, uh, we're you know, so it, it's tough. It's tough to get in that fall mood. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying. Uh, and, and that's always a nice time. It's a nice time to be in fall because you like to put on an outfit. We talked about a micro cardigan is something yeah. that uh, that nice. you got to grab. According to Kendall Jenner, you got to get a micro cardigan this fall. It's going to be the hot look. Uh, Kaya Gerber and Kendall Jenner love them. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are uh, thinking about get, maybe we'll come up with one for the uh, website. Yeah, a cover to cover micro cardigan. Uh, actually, the, the 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 pure smut is similar. The pure smut sweatshirt has got a kind of a micro cardigan feel hoodie? to it. Yeah, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna call Kendall Jenner see if we can get her to yeah. put that on. Um, and uh, so we're not we're not feeling it. But we're trying to stay positive is my point. And yeah. sometimes the fall will bring you to like a nice different mood. Mm-hmm. You're like oh, I like this feel. Um, refreshing the weather. It is a refreshing weather. The leaves are falling. Mm-hmm. It is a nice time of year. The you know? crunching of the leaves. There That's always nice. It is gorgeous. If you live in an area that you get that vibe. We're yeah. not really getting that vibe here no. right now. So uh, hopefully it's coming. And it will come. It comes, you know, it comes. Like Donald Trump said, it's going to get cooler. Trust me, it's getting cooler. So it is. <laughs> uh, he's right. So um, that's the way it's going to be. I know many of you want me to do a Caitlyn Jenner impression because last night on Juicy Scoop, uh, Heather McDonald interviewed Caitlyn. Uh, I listened to a little bit of it. I'm going to listen to all of it today. Uh, uh, I listened to a little bit of it, and, you know, it, it, you got low-key Caitlyn on, on the interview. It was just Heather and Caitlyn sitting there, and Caitlyn was, you know, just... just you know, kind of talking about, and that's the way it was. I mean, I, I did the roast because I thought the, the jokes were funny. I, I, listen, I know people are saying I got my cock cut off. So he wasn't doing like the, yeah. what he does on YouTube where he, where she, I'm sorry, where she, what she does on YouTube where she hypes it up mm-hmm. and does the, you know, does, does show business, Caitlin, like uh, making margaritas with Sophia, put on your Lumisol. We weren't getting that. We no. were getting kind of, low. and low-key Caitlin's voice is, is very much Bruce Jenner. Similar to Bruce. It's Bruce, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when when you get show business, Caitlin, like in front of the camera on our YouTube channel, you get, she's zamping it up and I'll say, you get a little more of the high voice mm. and every word's extended. So that's what we're doing. So you didn't get a lot of that on the on the Heather interview, but I highly recommend listening to it. Also, 
I'm not Caitlin. I'm back to Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you were Bruce. No, 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 I'm Bruce. That is something I couldn't do on to, on Good Morning Toledo. I probably couldn't do the Caitlin. Couldn't impression. do Caitlin. As a matter of fact, they are so nervous about any type of even political chatter on any of those shows because mm-hmm. there's sometimes in areas that are a little bit red. So yeah. this morning, and doing the Portland one, the woman asked, like, "What are you watching on TV?" And of course, I was about to say, "Well, last night," debates. and I was like, she was like, "Mm, mm, mm, mm." mm, mm. So of course I gotta go Dancing with the stars You know yeah. so, ah, ha, ha, we all have Say the time. debate She's like uh, Technical difficulties yeah. The sound's cutting out now too Right right But they yeah. ask the, I mean they ask the same questions Every time They just mm-hmm. go through your, You know your yeah. your, your page your your, yeah, And they look It says at here you're from Long Island They popped the picture Of my mother and father I was like what Whoa. is that I don't know where they got Picked of my mom and dad But they're like How are your mom and dad doing Where'd you get that picture Yeah Mom and dad are coming in December, coming to Los Angeles, Ooh. confirmed, coming. They'll be here in Los Angeles, Gene and Jerry Frangel. Oh, I don't know, Christopher. Wait. Oh, your father got tickets on JetBlue, and JetBlue doesn't fly out of Myrtle Beach, so we're going to have to drive to Charlotte and leave from Charlotte. I don't. It's going to stop in Atlanta, and your father has to pee, and I can't sit in that damn middle seat with your father getting up to pee. I will not sit in this middle seat. Oh, I there's a lot of hills, Christopher. There's a lot of hills here. This is what we got to worry yeah. about. Like everywhere, everything I'm planning with them, we got they're here for eight days. It's like, is there stairs? Is there hills? Yeah. Like, we're gonna Are take we're, ramps. We're gonna go up north and stay in this hotel that we love up in Northern California and with them. And I'm just like, is there just but there's stairs? Like I just see my mother just like, oh, just walking, getting, meeting us at dinner every day. Like, oh, oh, just I gotta, I need a minute. The waiter comes over. You need a drink? I, 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 I need a minute is what I need. I don't need a drink right now. Oh, these waiters, they're right on top of you. I tell you, oh, Christopher, I does a lot of hills here. <laughs> so that's what we're gonna have to yeah. deal with for eight days, you know. But it'll be nice. I'm looking forward to seeing. That's it, everybody. Um, do you have something to or like? I should do. we go out on a little Mac uh, or something? Well, I Mac got Davis? it ready. I mean, I got Elvis Presley. That's ready. what. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that, that's exactly what we want. Mac Davis, rest in peace. It, it's a shame to. But you're 78. I hope you had a good life. You wrote a lot of great tunes. This being one of them. This is Miss I mean, Elvis this Presley. Is probably the biggest. Yeah. Such a great song. This is what you play going to Vegas because they played it in. This is the song that's playing when they after they rob the casino in Ocean's Eleven. They're all walking out. Brad Pitt, gorgeous, never looked hotter. Walking out, pulls up the mask. They fooled Andy Garcia, and this song starts playing. Boom. So now, of course, when you go to Vegas, you put this shit on. When you grow up in Vegas, you hear this a lot. Ah, it's such a good one. I used to have a little bit of a Vegas playlist that I would play before we went. ZZ Top, Viva Las Vegas, Elvis, Viva Las Vegas. This, awesome, good one. Cheryl Crow. This is the guy who had some fucking balls, huh, Elvis? Yeah. He just fucking, poor guy, you know, just... He just went, he just lived his life. Fuck. Now I'm fat. Now I'm in a movie. Can you act? Not at all. Just fuck it. I'm going to be in. How many movies? I'll do like 50. He did like 50 yeah. movies. He was a yes man. Yeah, like none of them are good. One, maybe Clambake is good. And Margaret, at her hottest. I think, I think Anne Margaret's in Clambake. I could be wrong. Don't fucking come at me. Mr. Mac Davis at his best. And Elvis Presley at his best. Poor Elvis died at 41. I think yeah. 40 or 41. He was young. 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 So, you know, I mean, at least Mac Davis made it to 78. 
We love you being uh, listening to Cover to Cover. We really do. We try to give you uh, a little less conversation and a little more action. That's what we try. And that'll be our next <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, in, in honor of Mr. Mac Davis. Uh, but um, we're doing it. We're doing it here. We're trying to just make it fun for you guys. If you watched any of that debate last night, you know that's we certainly need that in life. So uh, thank you all. We appreciate it. I'll be in Portland. If you're in the neighborhood, please look me up and take me to Voodoo Donuts. Uh, <laughs> love you all. This has been great. Go on Patreon or get a sweatshirt. Thanks. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.